Well, hello and welcome to Virtual Team Dynamics, the Ulfire podcast. My name is Francis Norman. I'm the founder and principal consultant here at Ulfire. At Ulfire, we specialize in helping you get the most from your virtual teams through helping you understand how your team members communicate and interact. This is episode number 17, and today we're going to be talking about giving employee feedback in cross-cultural teams. As with all of our podcasts, there is an accompanying blog article on the Allfire website, so please do check it out for additional information. And while you're there, subscribe to our regular newsletter, subscribe to the podcast, and generally find out a bit more about how we may be able to help you with your business. Employee feedback. Um, In most of Western business, there is a belief that the best way to do employee feedback is to say something good, followed by saying something in terms of, okay, you've done this bit, this is good, now this next bit is something that you could improve, and then finally to finish up with something which is good. Uh, the belief behind that comes from largely from American and um, sort of English-based uh, management research where people like positive affirmation about what they're doing and people tend not to take negative comments, direct negative comments, as pleasantly. But this is very, very much a belief based on a few cultures. It's not the culture if you're in a lot of, let's say, non-English speaking cultures, a lot of non-English speaking countries. There are very, very many different ways in which feedback can be given in um, to, to employees. In some cultures, very, very subtle hints are as effective as in other cultures an absolutely direct straight statement may be made in terms of where changes need to be made what's good what's bad in some cultures positive feedback is almost never given in other cultures negative feedback is almost never given so every different culture has its own ways of doing these things now one of the problems with basing the way that feedback is given on one Uh, school of management research is that it tends to then lead the people who are managing those personnel to believe that that one way of doing things is the only way to do things and as such feedback can then be given in one way which is only effective in the culture in which it's delivered. So you need to be very very conscious that the culture in which you're working and the culture from which the personnel that you are giving the feedback to derive fit with the way in which your feedback is being given. And equally, you need to be aware if it's you that's receiving the feedback that your manager may come from a different culture to you, may have been educated and developed in ways which may even be in a third culture and will therefore possibly deliver feedback to you in ways that you normally would not expect to receive. So you need both the employee and the employer to be cognizant of one another's cultural contexts when they are delivering and receiving this feedback. 
Now, on the basis of context, context itself can matter greatly in terms of the way that feedback is given and received. So high context cultures where um, where a lot of things are not stated because there's a belief and there's a there's a general understanding within the culture and based on social norms that that a lot of things that the that the individuals will just fill in the gaps through their cultural understanding. People in those cultures will receive feedback and deliver feedback in in a different way from those people who derive from low context cultures the low context cultures being cultures where pretty well everything is explained in a verbal sense um so that so that there is no ambiguity and there is no sort of differences in terms of potential misunderstandings between one side and the other so the the the, the context the high and low context can make a big difference and of course there are lots of cultures that sit along the line between the high and the low contexts where they will have a a slightly high or a slightly low context and they'll th- see things differently again so every different culture will have its own ways of giving and receiving feedback and different ways of expecting that feedback to be given so you need to be very very conscious very aware of that so a few little tips just to watch out for when you're when you're in a situation of delivering feedback to employees in a cross-cultural team the first one is first as we've said all the way through on this particular podcast expect and accept that everybody will have different expectations to yourself in giving and receiving feedback. So there is no one-size-fits-all. Everybody needs to be considered individually and given feedback in their own ways. The second one is to work to understand how the feedback of um, given to the recipient will be received and how their culture views things and differently. The third one is, once you've established those base expectations, explain to the person to whom the feedback is being being given what your normal style is so that they understand before you get started how your feedback would normally be given so that they can be a little bit more comfortable in terms of understanding what you're saying. But we do stress in the article here, however, that you need to be careful that if you're working in a high power distance difference a high power distance culture so a culture where there is a a large difference in perceptions of authority between the senior and junior personnel that the that those who are receiving the feedback may not be comfortable questioning their manager regardless of whether they understand what's being said or not. So they may just accept it and nod their heads where in a lower power distance culture or in a culture where it was more collegiate um, the people receiving the feedback may well question everything which is said to them. The next point we would make is to ask the recipient to repeat the feedback from their perception and their understanding so that they can understand where you are coming from. But again, be very careful in terms of the different power distance influences. And then following on from delivering the feedback, it's important that you take some time just to make sure that the that the recipient of the feedback fully understood what was said and that they have had time to digest and con- and consider what was said and how it was said so that they can learn as much as you need them to learn from the from the experience and from the exercise 
Now, the, just to make matters even more complex, there will be instances and occasions where you will need to deliver feedback to people using a telephone or by video. In these situations, you need to take extreme care to make sure that the message that you give is clearly the message that you intended when it's received. Now, one one of the big reasons here is on um, on face-to-face when this is happening, there is a lot of body language that can be seen and interpreted. Once you go to voice only or even voice with video, a lot of that body language disappears and there's a different perception in terms of the way that feedback is received by people when they do it, when they experience it through a video link or over the telephone. It can appear a lot more direct and it can also appear a lot more, a lot less caring. The worst extreme case of this, of course, would be to try and deliver feedback by email. And we would really, really strongly um, argue against going in that direction. If you need to deliver feedback, do it verbally one way or another. Sometimes even delay some of the feedback that you may give until you actually meet face to face with the people. Now, if you do have to do feedback to a larger group and you have to do it remotely, the suggestion that we would have would be to find a local manager to deliver that feedback. But if again, if that's not something that's possible, you really need to try and do it in terms of a, in a face-to-face environment. Then the final little bit of guidance would be if you have any issues and if you've got any doubt, find a specialist. Find someone in the culture in which the feedback is to be delivered who can work with the managers to understand that the feedback is being given and received in a culturally appropriate and sensitive and sensible way. Because the opportunities to make mistakes and damage relationships are far, far higher when you're giving feedback, particularly if it's negative feedback. Um, You are exposing yourself and your business to a lot of risk that you may say something wrong that could be misconstrued or that could be misunderstood and it could lead to irreparable and really serious damage to relationships within your business. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode and if you have, please do check us out at www.ulfire.com.au. While you're there, subscribe to our podcast feed Um, and if you are on the podcast platform, of course, we'd love to receive some feedback from you. And uh, also, of course, check out our newsletter and subscribe to that. The newsletter comes out once a fortnight and has all sorts of different, uh, different items, both from ourselves and from others around the net. And we very much look forward to speaking to you in future episodes. Thank you. Thank you.